As we wrap up this month's mental health awareness, I invite you to listen to an episode about the concept of exposure. Enjoy! Hi there, welcome to A Sensational Life. I'm creation coach Allison Baker, and this is my podcast. Listen in for tips and tools to guide you in living in the present moment. By tuning into your sensory input and feelings, you can experience life as the most complete and whole version of yourself and create a sensational life. Okay, I know in the coaching world, there is a lot of talk about how our thoughts create our feelings and it leads to our actions and the results. However, where do our thoughts come from in the first place? And why do we think the things we do? Why do we act on these thoughts? What is driving it? So today I want to talk about all the different stimuli we experience. I know I've talked about stimuli in the sense of our sensory input, no pun intended there, with our touch, being able to feel, see, smell, hear, taste. We experience different stimuli every day. So what does that have to do with our thoughts if it's all about senses? The most obvious is what we see and hear. We are exposed, especially in today's modern world, to so many different things every day. We have access to multiple devices, all the different screens, and images are popping up and changing every few seconds. That is a lot for our brain to process. And it's not just the images, we are bombarded with messages constantly. Even if we didn't have access to technology and all of the different platforms, social media, the news, streaming videos and movies and shows, listening to music on the radio and all the different music apps, just surfing the web on the computer, Let's take away all of the technology, all of the screens, and what messages do we receive? It comes from your community, your home, your family, those with whom you interact. What messages do they send you? And how do you receive those messages? We are exposed to different opinions, different cultures, different beliefs, because we all come from different backgrounds. A lot of this exposure is out of our control. But first, I want to talk about the exposure that is within your control. You get to decide what it is you listen to when it comes to media, 
or the news, what you watch when it comes to entertainment. You decide what you read, and then you decide whether you believe it or not. I realize it's not feasible to live in a state where you could constantly analyze everything that you're exposed to. (laughs) Our brains are not going to put up with that. We like to live on default. We have habits that help us function. But this is one of the reasons why we need to be aware of what it is we are exposing ourselves to. If we don't have the time to process all that we take in during the day, then it's simply going to be stored in the back of our brain. And the more we are exposed to that same thing, the more normal it's going to become, the easier it will be to believe it, and the more likely we are to act on those messages. So if you want to make life easy where you don't have to think all the time about whether the things you're being exposed to are helpful or true or healthy, then be intentional about what it is you allow yourself to be exposed to. Decide what you are going to watch, what you are going to listen to, what you are going to read, with whom you're going to spend your time. If it doesn't uplift you, if it doesn't make you a better person, if it doesn't inspire you, if instead it makes you feel worse or it makes you feel badly, even if it's fun in the moment but then you feel drained, become curious about why this might be. On the flip side, if you feel more energy when you allow yourself to be surrounded by certain messages, if you feel more love, if you feel inspired, if you feel excited, if you feel motivated, this is probably a good sign that those stimuli are good for you, that it gives you life, that it motivates you to keep going. You can easily digest it. It's easy to process. It feels true because it gives you life. But if it drains you of your spirit, of your confidence if it just makes you feel worse trust your body trust your instincts trust those feelings and examine what it is you allow yourself to experience each day which parts of the stimuli that you are exposed to are within your control So to give you a real-life example of what things are within our control and what things are not, I studied abroad in Paris about 12 or 13 years ago, 
coming up on 13 years. So 13 years ago, I went to Paris for a semester. And before going, I talked to as many people as I could who had been there before, especially those who had gone as students, so I could get tips from them on what to expect, how I should carry myself. I didn't want to appear as a lost tourist who didn't know what she was doing, so I wanted to go in confident, knowing where I was, acting like I knew the territory and that I was meant to be there. This could take away some of the um, dangers for me, help me feel safe, and just take away some things so I wouldn't have to worry about enjoying my time. For example, the culture is different, and being a foreigner, it can be easy to have others take advantage, right? If you're in a big city. In reality, the French people are just like us. And yet, if you've lived in a big city or traveled to a big city, there are all kinds of people. It's a melting pot of different cultures, different backgrounds, different demographics. So I knew going into this experience that it was best to mind my own business, to not be the happy, smiley, 19-year-old, naive, white American girl that could easily be taken advantage of. Not making eye contact with men, but I digress. The other thing I was cognizant of was that going to a big city like Paris, it would be dirty. Cities can be gross if that's what we're focused on. You have to watch where you're walking because there's going to be dog poop on the ground. There might be less fortunate people who have urinated in the side, on the sidewalks or on the curb. If I had not gone into this experience being prepared, I probably, I think I really would have been shocked by a lot of the things I experienced and the things I saw, the things I was exposed to, seeing an almost nude man walking around the metro, the stench, the stink, the smells, having men accost me, people ask for money over and over again. But going into it, I was aware that these would be parts of my experience. And yet they didn't need to be my focus. I also knew going to France that there is so much beauty. It is just rich with history. The architecture of Notre Dame and the other buildings and cathedrals. The museums. The gardens. The French take they're gardening very seriously and different villages are ranked with flowers on how beautiful their vegetation and gardening is. And even though it is a big city, you can walk into a garden or a park around almost any corner. You can walk into an old cathedral 
the stained glass windows and the sun shining through. You can smell the fresh baked pastries as you pass the patisserie and you can eat delicious food on every street. There's music and dancing. <laughs> I saw more than one flash mob while I was in Paris. You see models walking down the street taking their pic getting their pictures taken. The lights of the Tour Eiffel at night sparkling. The Seine River. Another good example of something that is just filth and yet creates its own beauty. So it was this whole experience of the good, the bad, the ugly, the magnificent, the incredible, the historical, the smelly. <laughs> but I just had to choose what to focus on. And I focused on the reasons I was there and I sought out the beauty. And because of this experience, when I came back to the United States, I decided to become a tourist in my own town where I was going to school. Because I was dreading coming back. <laughs> I did not want to leave France. And that was because I had learned how to seek out the beauty in a world that is full of both good and bad. I even remember talking to my younger brother who had gone on a trip to Vegas one weekend while I was in Paris. I said, how was your trip? He said, it was fine. It was really fun to be with my friends, but it is a filthy city. And he told me the details of all the trash on the ground and the strippers and pole dancers all around the smoking and drinking, cards all over the ground for escorts. As he went on to describe all of these details, I said, huh, that sounds like Paris. <laughs> and I realized, it was in that moment that I realized, wow, I could have had such a different experience if I wasn't prepared for the big picture, if I hadn't been given all the nitty-gritty details of Paris and city life. How to get around, how to navigate, how to get lost and discover new places through getting lost. How to find my way. So we're being exposed to good and bad all the time and we can soak it up or we can let it fall by the wayside we can decide if it's something we want to believe if it's something we want to have influence us or if it's just simply there it's just a part of our environment it's a part of the atmosphere and it's easy to do when those things are within our control. I couldn't control, though, what I was surrounded by while I was in Paris. I couldn't control what other people were doing. I couldn't control what was around me. 
But I could control what I focused on, where I went, how I spent my time. So what do you do if you live with someone who constantly gives you messages that don't feed your soul, that drain you of life? Or if you are part of a community that feeds you messages that hurt? Or part of a belief system that feeds you messages that tear you down? How do you live with that kind of exposure? If you're not used to doing thought work, it can be easy to have that just to tear down your spirit, to make you feel less than, to feel worthless. Especially if you grew up believing all the messages that you were fed because it was reinforced and everyone told you the same thing. Those ideas were fed to you over and over again. Notice what the fruits are. Does it give you the energy that we talked about at the beginning? Energy that gives you more life, that gives you movement, that helps you grow and develop? Or does it suck the energy out of you and make you tired and sick and depressed. You may not always be able to control what is around you, but you can set up boundaries to protect yourself. There might be someone that no longer deserves a relationship with you. If what they offer you only hurts, and you don't have the mental capacity to let it fall and roll off your shoulders, then give yourself some time and space to heal. We don't need to make ourselves suffer when there is a choice. We can remove ourselves from situations and relationships and environments that are harmful to our own spirit. And when removal or separation is not possible, I want to teach you how to be proactive, to create positive affirmations for yourself, not in a way that contradicts everything you believe, but in a way that speaks true to you. I want you to be true to yourself, to recognize that you are whole, that being whole doesn't mean you are perfect in the way that we view perfection in this modern society that has no room for flaws and errors, but you are perfect in the way that you are complete. You have life. You are a living being And being you is what gives you worth. You are divine. You are love. And if you can't feel that love because 
others aren't giving it to you. I want to teach you how to access the love that already exists inside of you. Instead of worrying about what we are being exposed to externally, we can focus on what it is we are exposing others to. What is it that comes from us? So I've had many people say it doesn't matter what they watch or listen to or read because it doesn't affect them. And I honestly had gotten to a point a few years ago where I thought I could handle anything. I had done so much thought work and so much research on the brain that I felt like it didn't matter what I was exposed to because... I could decide whether I held on to it or I could just let it go. And you know, when you do have the tools to do thought work and you are living in a state of awareness where you decide what to focus on and you can just let everything roll off your back, it's possible to allow yourself to be exposed to those things, but friend, holy cow, it is exhausting. It takes work. And if you're in a place where mentally or physically you are exhausted, you might still be in a bit of that fight-or-flight mode. If you're living on default, taking care of kids or busy at work, or studying hard in school, and you don't have the time to put in conscious effort for daily thought work, then it is not worth exposing your mind, your brain, your body to anything. Take the simple and easy route of making a conscious decision of what you will allow yourself to be exposed to. This is living more preventatively, more proactively, rather than having to be reactive and intervening after the fact. You can live a little bit more defensively right now instead of having to be on the offense. If you don't have the time and energy to do the work, to clean out your brain, to detox, then protect yourself. Protect your soul, your spirit, your body, your mind, your heart. Surround yourself by beautiful things, by be- with beautiful people. Surround yourself with goodness. Surround yourself with help. Listen to beautiful music. Listen to uplifting messages. Read wholesome words and writing. Strengthen yourself first. And seek out those good things that will give you life. If you're wondering where to start, 
Simply take some deep breaths and allow the sun to shine on your face in the morning. Allow yourself to be still at night before you fall asleep. Take some stretches during the daytime. Go for a walk. Listen to the birds. If you're too exhausted to focus on what it is you're exposing your brain to, then focus on what it is you are exposing your body to through those five senses and become present. And then you can get to work on the mental. But come back into your body. Allow yourself to open up. Don't be afraid to be exposed. This will remind you that you are whole. You are sensational. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you didn't fall asleep listening to my voice and you got through the end. I hope that you're able to begin taking care of yourself if you are in that position where you feel exhausted and your environment is not beneficial to you. Begin with those breaths. Begin by loving yourself. And if you do want or need extra help, I invite you to check out my website and see if any of my offerings and services would be beneficial to you. Please feel free to share this episode with anyone you care about and have a beautiful day. Mm-hmm.